Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about the injury report. That's what we've got to be focused on right now because Quentin Nelson is the only player who did not practice today. He's got a toe, and hopefully he's good to go on Sunday at 1 o'clock. You hate to lose a guy as impactful on a result of a game as Quentin Nelson. If you're going to pay a left guard 18 to $20 million a year, he's got to play. He's got to be a road grader, but he's got to play. Didn't, uh, didn't practice today, like I said. Good news from the injury report. Drew Ogletree was limited that's good. Zach Moss, Braden Smith, both were full go today. That's good. Um, Drew Ogletree, of course, dealing with a concussion. Saw him in the locker room. He's still in the protocol, so you can't talk to him. And that's the way it goes. But he looks, I mean, I what am I, a neurologist? I'm not, but he looks okay. Uh, we'll go over the, the Texans injury report as well. Not such good news for the Texans. And then we'll talk about why the Texans are the anti-Colts. That's really interesting to me. They are the anti-Colts. They are built completely differently from the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about some things that are interesting about some Colts and an old acquaintance who is on the sidelines for the Texans. Uh, Shaq Leonard spoke to the media today, and he echoed the sentiments of the rest of the team. I mean, they speak as a chorus of one as they talk about the difference between artificial turf and regular grass. And we'll talk about Bernard Ryman. Bernard Ryman was really, really good on Sunday. And you could see it on the film. You see it in the grades. Really good. Uh, Colts, you know what? They are worried about Alec Pierce. There's no question they're worried about a second-round draft pick who can't get separation they got to figure it out with Alec Pierce. they got to have him do what he does well, and they have to be able to, to scheme him open because he can't get open on his own. He's not shifty. He's not elusive. He is fast. He's got good hands. So he's not a player without attributes, but he doesn't have all of them. He's not a five-tool player. There's no doubt about that. We'll talk about IU Louisville. They are set to go in about 48 hours, noon on Saturday on BTN. Hoosier's a 10-point dog. Cubs tomorrow night in Phoenix. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is superb at what he does. If you're going to have somebody sticking his fingers in your mouth and using utensils in there and whatnot, make sure he's an ace. That's Dr. Mike O'Neill. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Look you got to take good care of your teeth. And you need a dentist, a really good dentist, in your corner to get that done. Like this video, because you know what? It's the polite thing to do. It's the nice thing to do, so do that. You want to make a contribution, beautiful. We'll get the graphic with your comment and your contribution 
any contribution, I'll read your comment, answer your question, and subscribing. If you subscribe, you have a chance next Wednesday to win this autographed Matt Hasselbeck Seattle Seahawks jersey. We gave away the Anthony Richardson Indiana, uh, that, that spectacular Indiana, uh, Indianapolis Colts jersey. What are they calling it? Indiana something or other. How quickly we forget. It's got the stripe here. It's got the black trim. And uh, so we'll see. Maybe we'll get another one. You never know. But subscribe to this channel and to Two Big Brains for your chance to win. Two Big Brains, we had another show today. And it was the best show we've ever done. It was phenomenal. So go to the search bar when you're done here. And I'm done. And watch that. We talk about all kinds of stuff. And uh, you saw the book I'm holding up in the thumbnail is Things That Make White People Nervous by Michael Bennett. It is a terrific book. What we've got to do about racism, and we talk about this. Dan and I talk about racism a little bit. We've got to be more empathetic for each other. We just do. You, you've got to understand the perspective of those whose lives we don't share. Got to be able to do that, all right? Um, there you are. So uh, let's talk. Hey, Chris Strasser, that's the familiar name for the Houston Texans. He is the offensive line coach for the Texans. Okay, the guy that the Colts let go is now leading that offensive line. We ought to know a few things about the way they block it up, and we ought to be able to somehow exploit that, should we not? You would think. Uh, the Texans, their injury report Neville Hewitt, he's a backup linebacker. He did not practice today. And then two starting safeties. Uh, John Petrie, he is uh, he did not practice. He's got a chest. And then Jimmy Ward, listed as a starter on the depth chart, he's got a hip. Those two guys didn't practice. So secondary problems, right? Chris Strasser as the O-line coach. It's like the Colts are playing the 2022 versions of themselves. If only it were that easy. Um, they lost, the Texans did, they lost 25-9 to the Ravens in Baltimore. Hard to glean much from the grades from that game, but every aspect of the offense graded in the 50s. Now you're playing against the Ravens. God knows what that means, what kind of defense they're putting forward. But if it's representative, hey, the Colts were ranked sixth this past week by Pro Football Focus defensively. So... Uh, the Colts, are they going to be able to mount a better defensive kind of stand than the Ravens did? We'll see. But the Texans were not that good in any aspect. The Texans are really mediocre in a lot of places, and they are the anti-Colts. And I'll tell you why. They have one player on their roster who's drafted prior to 2020. And that's uh, Titus Howard. He's a right tackle. Then you've got three who are drafted in 20, four who are drafted in 21, eight in 22 last year's draft, and this past year, nine. That's a total of 25 draftees for the Houston Texans. The Colts build through the draft almost exclusively. The Texans, they've got 10 who are undrafted free agents. They've acquired four via waivers, and they've done pretty well doing that. And then 35 free agents they've signed. 35 of them. Chris Ballard's eyes would spin like pinwheels if he asked him to sign 35 free agents. He couldn't do it. 
He'd have to like uh, print me more contracts. How do we get more contracts? I've only got these three, and I was going to try to make them last and through 225. What are we going to do for contracts? Can somebody get me some four-ply? You know, <laughs> four-ply. At any rate, this is a huge game. At one-on-one, one, you got a shot if you're the Colts. One-on-one one is okay because then you go to Baltimore, play the Ravens, who beat the living hell out of the Texans last week in Baltimore. Then you've got the Rams back here. The Rams, are they the Super Bowl Rams, or are they the Rams who last year really weren't very good? Well, with Matt Stafford as the quarterback, they're not too bad. they still got Aaron Donald as a defensive tackle, the best in the game. And I think the Colts have got two of the five best defensive tackles in the game playing right now in DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart, at least after one week. But if you've got those two games looming, and then you've got Tennessee at home, and then Jacksonville, down in Jacksonville, you got you got a stretch of road to traverse. At one and one, you can say, hey, if we can find a way to go two and two in the next four, you feel pretty good at three and three. This is the way we think, not the way players think. But if you lose this game, you are staring straight down the barrel of at best two and four and the potential to be 0-6. This could get out of hand in a hurry, and the Colts need to do everything they can to make it not so. Have to do that, and, and there's an urgency in the NFL that is absolutely wonderful, and it's built into that 17-game schedule. Every game is utterly meaningful. It's crucial. Every game is. The difference between 2-4 and four and 3-3 three and three is gigantic. The difference between nine and eight and ten and seven? Ask Carson Wentz the difference between nine and eight and ten and seven. If the Colts win one of their last two, both at home, if they win one of those last two, they go to the playoffs, and Carson Wentz is likely still the quarterback in Indianapolis. That's how important every single game is. Week to week, every game determines your livelihood in the NFL. That's what makes it must-see TV. We're going to watch the Eagles and the Vikings tonight, right? Because that's what we do. The NFL is our touchstone. The NFL is the thing that we go to work and talk about. It used to be, to, hey, did you see NYPD Blue last night? Andy Sipowitz said, shit, what? On network TV? That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, we consume at our own pace. Yeah, we binge, Right? Some of us are still catching up on Breaking Bad. How's that even possible? But the NFL, that play-by-play -play happens in real time, and we talk about it the next day, and that is why roughly 75 of the top 100 watched programs on TV each and every year, NFL games. Unbelievable. Uh, Shaq Leonard spoke to the media today. He was less salty today, which is good, because he played well. When he plays well, he's not quite as uh, sensitive. The only time he got a little bit salty was when somebody asked about artificial turf versus natural turf. He said artificial turf is shit. You know, they don't feel as good. He said, especially for people with back issues, him, you know, natural or artificial turf does not help. He loves playing on natural grass. How do you get that into Lucas Oil Stadium? Maybe the Colts could fund some kind of 
uh, think tank to figure it out. I think hydroponics is part of the answer. That's what I gleaned from some of your comments uh, the other day when we talked about growing, growing grass indoors. I don't know. They don't have drainage here, so you can't water the grass. And if you can't water the grass, how do you grow grass? I guess you could put it in a big tray, but if it's in a big tray, isn't the tray as deleterious to the health of players as uh, cement, which is what the artificial turf is on? You've got that carpet on top of cement, and that doesn't feel good. Ryan Kelly said you feel it for like three days after, as opposed to natural grass. So get natural grass in there. you got guys here paying $20 million a year to play football. And you're not going to put them on the surface that helps guarantee their health? What are you, crazy people? What is the matter with the NFL? They're very, very smart, but they're very gun-shy about spending a lot of money. Uh, Bernard Ryman, great stat. He allowed one pressure against the Jaguars. One pre- what they uh, Richardson threw it, what, 37 times, right? One pressure, that's all. That is a really good week by Bernard Ryman, and we've all seen the tape of him getting out in space on that touchdown by Pittman, getting way out in space, chasing down somebody to block a DB, putting a body on him so he couldn't get to Pittman. Outstanding work by Bernard Ryman. And outstanding work. We don't, we don't praise Chris Ballard a lot, right? Because 4-12-1, and one, mm, you're not gonna, and now 4-13-1. and one. Uh, and you go back to the previous year, and it's 4-15 and one with those two losses at the end of the 21 season. Ugh. Chris Ballard did a great job of finding Bernard Ryman with the 77th pick in 2022. That was prescient. Uh, and the Colts are worried about Alec Pierce. There's no way you're not. He was, he was on the field for like every snap. Uh, I, was he targeted three times and he, he made one catch? That's it. You're not worried. If you're not concerned about that, you're out of your mind. They may believe or they may just be saying, hey, we've got to get him more involved. That's what we got. This is on me. I didn't get him involved soon enough. All right. You get one of those. You, you, can, you can toss that out to the media once. Next week, you can't say, well, it's two weeks in a row. I didn't get it to Alec Pierce again. Shame on me. Well, I'm going to have to do better next week up in Baltimore. And then the next week, well, jeez. You know, would one of you guys remind me before the game that 14 is out there and we got to get him the foot? It doesn't float for more than one week. You don't, you don't want to make that excuse this early in the season. Alec Pierce, everybody goes through this. Every rookie does. Alec Pierce caught, what, 41 balls last year for over 400 yards. He's, not, he's got good hands. He's got good speed. He's not real elusive. He's not a great tactical route runner. He, he is not going to out-physical somebody in a route. It's going to take him time to get bulky enough to be that player. Kevin Riley said, did I miss it? Is Nelson out or questionable for Sunday? They don't list him like that until Friday, but he hasn't practiced the last two days. I, I'm sure he's going to try to get out on the field tomorrow, at least limited, and see how the toe responds. Turf toe is going to be tough, though, if it is turf toe. They say it's a toe. We throw the turf in front because it's just kind of, that's what's stuck in our head. So we'll see. Good question. Uh, what's the word on Zach Moss? Full go today, full go yesterday. They say uh, 
Steichen said yesterday he's trending in the right direction, and everybody laughed. That's what coaches always say. It's meaningless. Cubs tomorrow night. Oh, uh, Hoosiers, Louisville, Jackson versus Plummer. How many times have we got to play against Jack Plummer, for God's sake? How, how many years of college football is this guy going to play? Three years at Purdue, one year at Cal, now another year at Louisville. What's going on? Stop it with this COVID year nonsense. Rescind that rule. Send people into the wild. Send them into the professional ranks, either in football or in business. But I'm tired of these COVID guys running around playing college football until they're 27 years old. Are we out of our minds? And what's going on with Stetson Bennett? That's a good question, too. Watch Two Big Brains. It was awesome today. Make sure you subscribe to that and to this channel. And next Wednesday, you might win this autographed Matt Hasselbeck jersey. I know. Look, I got it from Pristine Auction, and you get these mystery boxes, and you don't know what you got in there. Could be anybody, basically. But it's Matt Hasselbeck, and that ain't all bad. He played in the Super Bowl. He's somebody. Good analyst on ESPN, or at least he was. We will talk to you tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent Bright and early, 645. I can't wait to talk to you 645 tomorrow. Let's go.